Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Door closes at Mazza Gallery. I'm Sandy Kozell. And in sports, a busy Christmas day in the NFL and in the NBA. 22 degrees, foggy bottom, it's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. At least 38 people have died in winter storms that blanketed many of these United States the past few days. Hard freeze warnings remain in effect for most of Alabama, parts of Georgia and Florida, and winter weather warnings are up from North Dakota to Illinois. The days-long storm hit South Dakota so hard that the National Guard was deployed to help stranded Native American communities short on vital supplies, including firewood. The so-called bomb cyclone put about 60% of the nation under advisory or warning and frustrated thousands of holiday travelers. It's been adventure. It really has. The lines were so long, went through security, got to our gate, happened to look up and said our flight was canceled. Cristian Benavides, CBS News. The death toll in Buffalo, New York is now 10. The storm affected Governor Kathy Hochul personally. We still have people who need to be rescued. We have people uh, with their power off in our communities and uh, buildings where pipes are bursting and flooding is occurring uh, as is happening in my own home right now. So this is what's happening in real time. Police in Pierce County in western Washington are investigating an early Christmas morning attack on three power substations. Cairo TV reporter Briseida Holgan says 14,000 customers lost power. The Pierce County Sheriff's Department says they received a call of a burglary at the Tacoma Public Utilities substation on 46th Avenue in Graham. The fence area had been broken into. It, it, the In this one, the suspects cut one of the locks on the fence area uh, made their way inside and caused damage to the substation. Shortly after they were notified, the substation off 224th was also vandalized. Deputies called Puget Sound Energy, who also provides power in the area, and confirmed their substation off 144th Street was also hit. As in Rome, Christmas was celebrated in Ukraine. While today began with the sound of sirens near Kharkiv in Ukraine... That didn't stop people from attending a Christmas mass during his Christmas morning blessings. 
lontano dalle proprie case. Pope Francis called for the war in Ukraine and other conflicts to end. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Ukrainians usually celebrate Christmas on January 7th, same day as Russians do, but some Orthodox Ukrainians decided to observe Christmas on December 25th this year. In Japan, at least 17 people have died in a winter storm. More than 90 have been injured. Heavy snow has been falling in northern Japan since last week, stranding hundreds of vehicles on highways. More than two and a half feet of snow had fallen by Saturday. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. It's 103, Monday, December 26, 2022. The high today, 31. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. It's the season of giving and dozens spent Christmas packing up care packages to send to deployed members of the armed forces and veterans. Boxes of candy, cookies, toiletries and thank you cards are getting packed up here at American Legion Post 176 in Springfield on Christmas Day and will soon be sent out to members of our armed forces and veterans. We still have men and women that are deployed in harm's way that we need to take care of and we need to show them that we care. Mary Keeser is the founder of the nonprofit hosting this care packaging event, America's Adopt a Soldier. She says people have been coming here for 12 years now on December 25th to say thank you to service members and veterans. If you ask one of them to say, why are you here? Well, I want to pack a gift for a soldier. I want to give a gift. I want to do something. In Springfield, Virginia, Setson Miller, WTOP News. You can read more and see photos online at W. WTOP.com. A key figure in, in the D.C. sports scene has passed away. D.C. United's founding president and general manager, Kevin Payne, died on Christmas Day at the age of 69. The club confirms his death on Twitter, offering condolences to Payne's family. Payne helped create Major League Soccer and was key to getting D.C. United operational. He's also considered a main architect of D.C. United's championship success in the late 1990s. WTOP senior sports director Dave Johnson offered his thoughts on Payne's legacy. He had a simple credo, win championships, serve the community, which is something that, that uh, D.C. United started with and that continues to be at their, their backbone. But he built the most successful soccer team in the country, but also Major League Soccer had some, some difficult growing pains, and he was a leader and a force in U.S. soccer. Payne leaves behind his wife and two daughters. A Christmas Day shooting in Prince George's County is under investigation. Greenbelt police responded to a call in the 9,000 block of Breezewood Terrace just after 1 p.m. Less than an hour later, a 15-year-old male arrived at an area hospital with a gunshot wound believed to be non-life-threatening. Police say the two incidents are related. There are no suspects at this time. On Christmas Day, Christmas leaders or church leaders of Our Savior Lutheran Church are alerted of burst pipes in the building. When they arrive, senior pastor Peter DeMix says water was coming down profusely. Cold weather is presumed to be the culprit. Faced with the task of cleaning the church that doubles as a daycare center, Pastor DeMix sent the word out that they need help. And as expected, the congregation showed up with 
mops and fans and vacuums in hand. Christmas is about gifts that we give to one another and in exchange, but you know, the gift of time and the willing uh, hearts and servant hearts that we saw you know, was just an incredible blessing and certainly a demonstration of God's love. Volunteer Rob Wilmot says despite the work, people were still in good spirits. Dinner on their tables that they would at some point get back to. Some people had food in crock pots keeping warm in their houses. Nobody gave it a second thought as to, well, of course, I physically have the ability to run over and help. Church leaders expect repairs to happen early this week. Changes are on the way for a once high-end retail location in the district. It's been a slow death over the last few years for what in the past was a bustling retail and dining destination with upscale stores and an AMC theater complex. Now there's nothing left inside the walls of the old Mazza Gallery shopping mall in Friendship Heights. The last retail store, TJ Maxx, closed just before Christmas Day. And right after that, blue and white construction barriers were placed along the Wisconsin Avenue side of the site. This would seem to indicate that the mall is close to coming down to make way for a new building with rental housing and retail promised by developer Tishman Spire. Sandy Cosell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, one of D.C.'s newest police officers has a legacy in law enforcement. 107. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. Can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. A blissfully quiet and relatively pain-free ride anywhere you go this morning. Light traffic volumes. Not everyone has to go back to work, even though it is Monday. It is still the day after Christmas. So we're probably going to have a fairly quiet morning if we mind our P's and Q's. We start in Virginia on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. The lingering crash activity on the service road for Route 50 Arlington Boulevard. Still blocking the right side. Ramps are open. That's not a problem. But uh, accessing them could be a little bit of a challenge. Stay to the left to get by. On 95 and on 395, no reported delays. They've been looking for a vehicle fire on 395 near or between Edsel Road and Duke Street. Don't think they found anything, though. On the Capitol Beltway, otherwise, it's good. On the Maryland Beltway, between... Bethesda and Oxon Hill. Travel lanes are all available, passable, and without incident or delay. On 95 and on the BW Parkway, we're doing very well. Still a couple of outstanding issues in Prince George's County. 198, Sandy Springs Road, both directions, roughly halfway between City of Laurel and I-95. Dark traffic lights again at Van Dusen Road. This is a callback to something that happened on Friday, but at last report, those lights were dark. You treat that as an always stop. That's the law. On 197, still out of business, both directions between Old Laurel Bowie Road and Powder Mill Road for the downed trees, downed wires, and all the storm damage wrought by Friday's storm. In the district, on the freeway, the 295s issue-free. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. High temperatures climb into the low 30s this afternoon. We are in for a bit more cloud coverage for your Monday. Temperatures on Tuesday will be in the upper 30s to low 40s. Mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday. Winds do grow calmer through the top of the week and temperatures continue to rise as the week moves on. Wednesday, high temperatures will be in the mid to upper 40s. We are mostly sunny for your Wednesday. 
Thursday, plenty of sunshine with highs around 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 21 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 110, a legacy of police officers in D.C. Daryl Cooper is one of the district's newest members of the Metropolitan Police Department. While he has only been on the force a short while, his mother, Lieutenant Shakita Gaines, and stepfather, Sergeant Marcus Gaines, both have over 20 years with Metro Police. Sergeant Gaines' twin brother is also an officer, and turns out Cooper's grandfather was an officer for 33 years. Lieutenant Gaines' thoughts on her son joining a dangerous profession. He's watched us for his entire life doing this job and we also make sure we, you know, speak to him and, you know, give him little nuggets to take out there, you know, when he's patrolling because it is a dangerous profession. But I am confident that, you know, he will succeed. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says that families often work together on the force. Conti has a sister on the force in D.C. as well. Custody battles can have a negative impact on both parents and children, especially during the holidays. A local organization tries to make sure that children have access to both parents. Children should not ever be placed in a position where they have to be a pawn between parents. Lisa Britt, CEO and executive director of the Children's Rights Council, a group that serves several counties in Maryland, says... Forgiveness is key and wanting what's best for your children. So when you forgive not only that other person, but when you forgive yourself, then you can move on in a positive direction. They help families with monitored exchanges, supervised visitations, and parenting classes because they believe even if parents aren't together, they can still be a happy family. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. It's like an Uber app, but for school buses. Parents in Montgomery County may soon be able to track their kids' bus as it travels in real time. For our students to learn, they have to get to school safely. Unveiling a new budget plan for Montgomery County Public Schools, Superintendent Manifa McKnight says a new piece of technology is in the works. We will be investing in an app for families to track their child's bus. She says it's going to cost $1.5 million in the new budget. The spending plan in total is more than $3 billion. It'll now be considered by the county's Board of Education. Nearly $120 million of it is dedicated to funding competitive salaries. That's what our employees deserve. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Over three years ago, a Northern Virginia school started using a strategy called visible learning, which helps kids relate what they learn in school to real-world concepts. Now they're getting national attention for helping close the achievement gap. Carydale Elementary teacher Jenna Wilson says think of it like baking. No matter what is happening at home, what they walk in the door with, all of our students are able to access that final bake or that final product. The Woodbridge School was one of 100 to be named a National Distinguished School this year for helping kids remain on track. Principal Elise Zafiro says visible learning is making a big difference. It is very intentional, organized teaching. So what's that hands-on approach look like? One fifth grade science teacher. Has students down on the floor 
floor with cars moving them up and down the hallway to experience what force in motion looks like. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The school is on track to become the first certified visible learning school in Virginia. Stress around the holidays can be tough, but people who are struggling don't have to go it alone. Remember, you're not alone. We're here to help you. Dr. Barbara Bazron with ZC's Department of Behavioral Health says anyone anywhere can get support calling 988. When you call 988, a trained crisis counselor will answer the phone, will listen to understand how the problem is affecting you, provide support, and share resources as needed. And in D.C.? If necessary, our community response team can come to your home, can come wherever you are in the community and provide you with the support you need in person. Christy King, WTOP News. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Ben Raby. Right, Stephanie, it took overtime on Sunday night football, but a big win for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Maybe the Cardinals 19-16 in overtime. The Bucks win spoiling the first career start for Cardinals QB Trace McSorley. The Ashburn native, 24 of 45 passing, 217 yards with an interception. McSorley got the start with both Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy out with injuries. Elsewhere was the Rams all over the Broncos, 51-14. Packers beat the Dolphins, 26-20. Miami's Tua Tagovailoa in a giving mood on Christmas. Tossed three interceptions in the fourth quarter alone. Green Bay now just a half game behind the Commanders for the final NFC wildcard spot. Meanwhile, holiday wish list for the Wizards. How about a second-half surge? The Wizards hitting Christmas Eight games below 500. They've dealt with injuries for much of the year, and Kyle Kuzma suggesting a healthy lineup could go a long way. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, it's up to us to write our season and uh, figure it out because, you know, we've let 30 games slip by, and, you know, we've been really, really mediocre. Uh, well, less than mediocre, honestly. So we, we got a chance to rewrite our season and be healthy, and hopefully we can stay healthy. Wizards back home Tuesday. Tough challenge as they face the 76ers. Sixers have won eight straight after they beat the Knicks on Christmas Day. Elsewhere, the Celtics beat the Bucks 139-118. Warriors and Mavericks also winners on Christmas. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. It's 116. Some scary moments on JetBlue, off JetBlue flight at JFK International in New York on Christmas Eve. A fire started and the plane had to be evacuated. Officials say Flight 662 was heading to a gate when a lithium battery in a passenger's laptop caught fire. The blaze was quickly extinguished by the crew, which was coming in from Barbados. First responders and the crew evacuated evacuated 67 people from the Airbus A320 using an emergency slide system. Another 60 passengers exited the plane normally. It's bad enough getting a parking ticket when you're out and about, but a new scam shows that somebody tried to get away with making fake ones. Police in Santa Cruz, California, say a 19-year-old made up bogus parking tickets last week and put them on cars near the beach trying to collect real payments. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Millions of people across the country are in a deep freeze, riding out the frigid storm over the holiday weekend that has killed at least 40, 43 people across the country. Airlines across the country have been dealing with thousands of delays and cancellations due to the frigid weather. And Prince William County police say a man is dead after falling through a frozen pond on Christmas Eve. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. A trouble-free ride about anywhere you go with the cold and less traffic volume. It's a pretty quiet ride with no issues pending on I-270 in Maryland or on 95 or the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Though seeing a, an area of some, some suspicious slowing on the, it looks like it might be in the local lanes just after the ramps for Montrose Road, exit 4, with caution for what might be lurking in the darkness there. Otherwise, a nice quiet ride. 95 BW Parkway, no reported delays. 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. No issues pending. And across the Bay Bridge, all lanes available and passable, if chilly. On Virginia's side of the coin, we start on the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop, service road toward Route 50, exit 50, Arlington Boulevard. And the crash activity on that service road over on the right side. Travel lanes are open to the left. The the ramps are open and getting by without delay, but do not take that at speed. On 95 and on 395, no issues pending. Express lanes currently down for the count as they get them changed over from southbound facing to northbound facing. Hopefully they'll have those back in the next hour or so. On the district side, the freeway, the 295 is running blissfully. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures rise into the low to mid-30s as we head through your Monday. A bit more cloud coverage around for your Monday. Tuesday, mostly sunny. High temperatures on Tuesday in the low 40s, upper 30s. So we're warming as the week wears on. Temperatures for your Wednesday will be in the mid to upper 40s. And winds are growing calmer, so that will take the sting out of the cold air at the top of the week. Mostly sunny conditions for your Wednesday. Thursday, mostly sunny with highs around 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It's 22 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, a tragic accident on the ice in Prince William County. It's 120. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Innova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit innova.org prevent. That's innova.org prevent. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. It's 21, a late-night ice adventure turned deadly at a local golf course in Prince William County. 
It happened around 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve near Aaron Blair Loop in Haymarket. Several people tried to save the 19-year-old who fell in the pond. He was taken to the hospital where he later died. Officials are warning people to stay off all local ice, even if it looks solid. They add that if you see a person or animal standing on the ice, tell them to get off. Also, if someone does fall through the ice, officials say to call 911 immediately. Do not go into the ice to rescue them. And if possible, safely reach out to the victim by giving them something to help them stay afloat. Acacia James, WTOP News. This took place at the Piedmont Club golf course and the victim has not been identified. Four years ago, the state of Maryland agreed to throw out its originally proposed water quality rules for the Conowingo Dam on the Susquehanna River, the Chesapeake Bay's largest source of fresh water and a major source of pollution. Now a federal appeals court has thrown out the operating license Constellation Energy got as a result of that agreement. A 50-year operating license awarded to Constellation Energy for the Conowingo Dam has been tossed after after a federal appeals court agreed with environmentalists. Allison Prost, the vice president of environmental protection and restoration with the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, says they joined the lawsuit after Constellation and the state of Maryland agreed to ditch the water quality standards the state first proposed in violation of the Federal Clean Water Act. And that is what the court said wasn't allowed, that the state couldn't issue a water quality certification, then backtrack. For now, the dam will operate on an annual license. Several calls to Constellation went unanswered, and the Maryland Attorney General's office would not comment. John Dome in WTOP News. Maryland's Department of Environment has ordered a temporary halt to shellfish harvesting in a portion of the Chesapeake Bay because of a sewage overflow. This covers more than 10,000 acres of the bay in Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Anne Arundel County. The sewage overflow was stopped Friday and the newly closed area should reopen for harvesting on January 11th. The overflow is a concern because shellfish like oysters are typically eaten raw. Baltimore County officials alerted the state about a sewage overflow affecting a Back River tributary on December 12th. They estimate that more than 2 million gallons were discharged into surface waters near the muddy gut tributary. Police in Pierce County, Washington, are investigating a Christmas morning attack on three power substations that caused outages in 14,000 customers in the area. KIIRO-TV reporter Briseida Holgun has more. The Pierce County Sheriff's Department says they will be monitoring all substations. Right now, they don't have any suspect leads, and they are asking folks who live near those substations to check their surveillance cameras to see if there's any suspicious activity between the hours of 2 to 6 a.m. If you have any information, you're urged to call the Sheriff's Department. The attacks come as federal officials are warning that the power grid needs better security to prevent domestic terrorism and after a large outage in North Carolina earlier this month that took days to repair. Credit card debt is good, but don't replace one problem with another, Greg McBride explains. Paying off credit card debt is a great goal, but don't compound the problem by going about it the wrong way. I'm Greg McBride with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. For one thing, don't think that paying only the minimum payment will get the job done. This will take forever, and the interest charges can easily double your total payback. Don't tip into your retirement accounts to wipe out what you owe on credit cards. Withdrawals are taxable, subject to early withdrawal penalties, 
employees if you're under age 59 and a half and you're dealing yourself a permanent setback to retirement planning. Don't completely wipe out your emergency savings to pay off credit card debt either. You need that money in case of a real emergency like a job loss and not to pay off credit card debt from a vacation that you really didn't have to take. Tapping the equity in your home puts your house at risk if you have trouble making the payments. And more importantly, don't ever skip a mortgage payment to reduce credit card debt. Instead, cut expenses, work a second job, and buckle down on paying off your credit card debt once and for all without digging another financial hole. I'm Greg McBride. Coming up after traffic and weather, people in Buffalo, New York, are digging out of a historic snowstorm that led to 10 deaths in the city. Hundreds of flights are already canceled again today because of weather across the country. And police in Washington state are looking for vandals targeting power substations. All that coming up, it's 126. Want me to make some coffee? Uh, yeah. You know, I used the last filter, but there's more in the pantry to the left. Yep, right where she always... Always what? She always marked how tall we were since we could stand up. All the lines... They're still here. Oh, honey, 